0: You're listening to The Art of Entertainment. In Broward, call 733-1400. And in Dade or Palm Beach, one 800 874 Three, four, five, four. Now here's your host, Art Coletti. Okay,
1: to our show. Thank you very much for coming on. Thank you. It's good to be with you, Gay. It's been a little while. I saw you like, I guess, two or three years ago.
0: three years, I think.
1: And you look at least as good, if not better, than the last time I saw you.
0: People keep saying that to me, and I'm going to start wondering about it. You do. You look gorgeous. Thank you. Thank you. You know, actors have real egos. You know, and I'll start to, you know, actors who believe their own press. I've never set out to believe my own press. I've always suppress that desire to believe my own press. But if they keep saying that to me, I'm going to start believing them. Well, <laughs> but sure anyway, will. thank you.
1: <laughs> anyway, I just want to start from the beginning. Um, what first interested you into getting into the acting profession? Um, I was born. Right from the, uh, right, the cradle, right? Right from the cradle.
0: Um, uh, my father swears when I came out of my mother's womb, I was screaming, screaming and crying in several octaves. <laughs> and he must be right because I have a three and a half octave voice vocal range. <laughs> That's
1: Sing good, I like. Well, God that. has a sense of humor. She really does. <laughs> um, were your first roles? Did you, did you have different roles prior to getting picked for Star Trek, or did you do some things?
0: I grew up in um, musical theater in, in, the, in the in on stage, and that was my first love, and it still is my first love, and. Uh, Star Trek was practically an interruption of my career that lasted 25 years, kind of a nice interruption, but <laughs> um, my dreams were always the theater and Broadway, and I think i am come full circle. Uh, I'm on my way there again.
1: Right. Um, how were you chosen originally for the role of uh, then-Lieutenant Uhura?
0: I don't know. I got a call from my agent. I was in Paris and I just come from England and he said come home they're doing Star Trek and I refused to come home after two telegrams and then he called me long distance and and uh, screamed and hollered at me and had mm-hmm. a fit and cried. <laughs> and I still wouldn't come home and so then my favorite expression is he made me an offer I couldn't refuse. He sent me a first class round trip ticket. Oh, LA well. uh, back to Paris and uh, if, with the promise that if I didn't get the, um, uh, 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 the role, the ticket was, was on him and if I did get the role, which he totally expected, he wanted his cotton-picking money back, he was a nice <laughs> southern gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, to say the least, uh, I took that uh, lovely offer and dare, and I came home and met with the producer, Gene Mottenberry, and, and the director was uh, uh, Joe Sargent, and several of the uh, men who were associate producers and so forth, about six of them. And I sat with them for 20 minutes and I read for the part of Spock, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> because they had not written the part of Uhura yet, uh, because they, hadn't, they didn't even know what she was going to be. They just, he, Gene just knew he wanted his, his uh, communications officer who would be part of the command crew on the bridge to be a woman and look like me, uh, which meant brown skin, because he was determined to have the command crew be representative of all races, at least all colors, uh, on that bridge every week, and at that time, and ni- when he first first sold the show, the pilot in 1965, that it was just unheard of. And uh, so, when the show finally, after two pilots. Were, were made and so finally sold, um, he was free to make some changes, so he told NBC and the studio that he intended to make a couple of changes on the bridge because he just wanted to add a little color to <laughs> the bridge. And they said, fine with me, little did they know, while they were thinking he meant, meant Wardrobe change. <laughs> that, he meant uh, uh, people change, person change, and that person uh, turned out to be me. You
1: know that kind of leads into my next question. The you know the '60s, being as they were, um, was the pressure, responsibility of your role, you know, hard on you being black and a woman. It probably was, or
0: would have been, if I'd had the. St- Presence of mind to to see it or to to worry about it. I was so surprised in getting the role because you have to remember I'm still on my way back to Paris, <laughs> which is where I wanted to be. And I was so shocked that I'd gotten the role and uh, that I first had to adjust to that and uh then uh, the fact that i was one of the stars of a of, of a television series and i adjusted was busy adjusting to to that and, and and suddenly you know hey boom i've got a job i can get that jaguar and buy that house for my mom and <laughs> do all kinds of things that i've dreamed of and it would be a wonderful stepping stone uh in my career and i only looked at it in in, in that uh uh guys as one step to where I wanted to go. And always I wanted to be a performer, actor, singer, dancer. Always my mind was was connected with theater, especially with music. And if this would would give me clout to have more and better roles in that wise, well then fine. Never in my wildest imagination did I Believe that I that this was something that would be historic, uh, that would be legendary uh, in its impact uh, on not only the American public but the world, Uh, and that it would be as positive and wonderful uh, and important uh, as it was, and that I would have even a more historic um, uh, involvement and, and part in it, and so it never, it never occurred to me that I was part of a historic, uh, momentous, uh, evolutionary moment of history, And until a year later, after the beginning of Star Trek, and I had decided to leave the show. I figured I'd gotten what I needed out of the show. It wasn't everything that I thought was, uh, that I wanted from it. Uh, The role of Uhura was was being uh, suppressed Mm -hmm. uh, from what I had been told. And I thought, okay, it's time to move on. And at that moment in time, uh, Gene Roddenberry didn't want me to, and in that moment in time, I met Dr. Martin Luther King. Uh, who professed admiration and uh, uh, for me and for my role and so forth, and said how important I was to history and so on. I first time going really, you know, I just uh, could not imagine what he was talking about. So it's there was a role, and I'm going, you know, doing something else. And he said, and I said, well, Dr. King, I, I'm. I thank you for your admirable awards, but I'm going to be leaving the show." And he said, "'You cannot." And I said, "'What are you talking about, Dr. Martin <laughs> and he, he said, uh And he said, "'You don't understand, do you, the impact and the importance of your position and your position in history as well as on that show?' So, I thought he meant as a role model for black children and women, you know, and I said, well, I understand that, and he said, no, much more, even more than that. You are first, don't you realize that? And I'm trying to think, well, you know, there have been other black people on television, surely. And he said, no, it's not a black role, it's not a female role. This is the first non-stereotypical role for a woman and a black in television. You have changed the face of television forever and it can never go back. You are on equal terms as it should be and not just black children and not just women see themselves as they as you should be. But everyone who isn't Sees us for the first time and accepts us for the first time as we should be on an equal basis, on based uh, on on a level of equality, on a level of of um, on a level of can you do the job and. Uh, so it became to me this is it, I, I recall his saying, you know, when you're on that screen you're ten feet tall because you were qualified. That's why you were that's why Uhura is on that five year mission, because she qualified.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not because she's black a quota not because she was a woman and we not need to even in our cases because because she was qualified and that's what the world needs to see us as we should be and the manner in which you created that character with with uh, uh, with dignity and beauty and intelligence and compassion that is what is important and I have always deemed Martin Luther King as my leader uh, in terms of, of social uh, s- status and where I and, and, and society should be and I had no, not, no doubt would be moving. And so he said, I could not leave, and I did not leave, (laughs) and I've never regretted it. it. (laughs) I must say, I have not regretted
1: it. Um, One of the things I want to ask you is what's gone through your mind, and what have been your feelings now that you're looking back and saying, wow, I've been connected now with Star Trek for 25 years. Mm -hmm. A silver anniversary doesn't happen to many television programs or to people such as yourself. Yeah, Um, it's really
0: phenomenal, isn't it? It's amazing. I, I mean, I love it because
1: I can see it going on yes. forever, and I think that's part of the key. Mm-hmm. You know that it, it it can go on forever, and obviously, it's I see no letting up. Mm-hmm. You know as to what's happening, but uh, mm-hmm. I know back then you weren't envisioning it ever to go this long. Have of course you, not. You know, do you see it going on for many years to come? Is it something that uh, you hope to keep seeing?
0: Well, possibly, or at least a message. It, possibly, and it doesn't really matter um, because. The the statement, the reality—it has become a reality. the The uh, histo- historic phenomena has taken place, right. and and so it is, and so it always shall be. If there never is another one, it, it's it.
1: There's still is secure.
0: Th- that place in history is secured. It, it is a fact. Uh, but what is wonderful in uh, in the the um, involvement with Star Trek and the experience of creating this lovely lady, I, I regard her as my great-great-great-great-great-great-granddaughter, you see, <laughs> because she lives in the 23rd century and I've been very involved with the space program in the 20th century, so I have, have had my hand and, and, and responsibility in setting uh, the, the ground floor in the, in the space program and helping secure it, and making a safe and sound uh, civilian space program so that a Star Trek uh, universe can uh, certainly uh, uh, become a reality in or before the 23rd century. Uh, so I, I, I think, you know, I breathe life into this character but I also set, helped, did my part in setting the groundwork for her, you're setting her the, reality. You're setting the real things in motion. Exactly, you know, exactly. Great. So that Star Trek does not become simply a fiction, but a projection of what we here on Earth are doing uh, today. But, um, Which science
1: fiction does a lot. Of in course some, it does, in, in exactly,
0: exactly, because it projects what it can be, and then you, you just, it's all, all, almost like an extrapolation of, of what uh, we can dream and think of today, and then set out to become, if that makes sense. Makes sense no, to yes. me, you guys, no. makes sense to you guys. No, you're exactly right. Uh, but it, but it, One of the wondrous things about being involved uh, with Star Trek is that Michelle Nichols' career has come full circle. Uh, I started out uh, with the dream uh, and the desire to perform and become uh, a musical theater uh, uh, performer, star, whatever. And of course, uh, Star Trek in its way has provided that entree, uh, albeit long, a <laughs> longer walk than I had <laughs> imagined taking. That's a brick
1: Road thing, you know.
0: Yes, but uh, today my career is more exciting than ever. I've, um, I have a one-woman show uh, called Reflections, in which I cr- recreate... 14 legendary women entertainers um, on stage in a two act play. It is like the embodiment of all of my work because it allows me to uh, not only utilize my three and a half, four octave range voice, but to do a, a, a wide range of music. I think the only thing I don't do in my show is rock and roll. (laughs) <laughs> you know, but it's called reflections because it's a reflection of my um, and a tribute to the women of my of my youth when I was coming up and looking for my role models uh, for excellence. And so I'm recreating from Lena Horne to Eartha Kitt to Pearl Bailey, uh, 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 Sarah Vaughan and Ella Fitzgerald and and uh, uh, Billie Holiday and Leontine Price and Mahalia Jackson, uh, uh, Catherine Dunham and Florence Mills and, and Ma Rainey and Bessie Smith. I mean, I just am having a boss. I'm, I'm doing from jazz to blues to show tunes, ballads, pop, gospel to opera. <laughs> that is a tour really de force, you know. I lose five pounds every day, night <laughs> performing.
1: Is uh, this only in California? Or, or I, we
0: opened in in uh, Los Angeles uh, last about a year ago. Now but, to rave reviews, which surprised me because I was so I was so busy putting the show together, it I didn't have time to worry whether the critics were going to like it or <laughs> not. By the time I opened and they came, it was wonderful. So and then we took it to Toronto. Uh, which is a wonderful theater town, and again was received so, so beautifully. And so now our intention is to uh, tour the United States uh, and take it all the way to Broadway. The unique thing about Reflections is that none of the music, it's all original music, uh, not one of the songs have the, the legends uh, who I'm honoring ever sung before. Hmm. These are all song, songs and music compositions that have been written as though they were written in that time, at that moment, in that period, for that artist. And they were written by Gene, uh, by Jim Meehan, uh, who is my producer and director of the show. And we've had an incredible uh, reception, uh, to, and I get to, to sing all of this glorious <laughs> music. Um, uh, so 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 my my career has really come full full circle. Um, lots of exciting things have been happening to me because of it.
1: Yeah. Before we let you go, I, of course, I want to ask you what your what you think your prognosis is going to be for the new picture Star Trek. VI. I think it's
0: going to be exciting. I think it's going to be the best uh, uh, Star Trek ever. Uh, at least at least. As good as two and four, I think. I, I I'm I'm hoping not to be proven wrong. Um, uh, this is a very exciting time for me because it is the 25th year. Like I said, I have my the, my my one-woman show. I have a new album coming out on on uh, Crescendo Records in October in the 25th year in celebration. It's called Michelle Michelle. Nich- songs from the galaxy, and one of the most beautiful songs in it by Jim Nien is, uh, is, is my dedication to Gene Roddenberry, and it's called Gene, because he he is is the dreamer. He is the man who dreamed this dream that has lived so long, and will not die even now, and continues on mm. in the next generation, which I'm very excited and, and happy about. Um, uh, so. Songs of uh, Songs from the Galaxy is coming out in October. Uh, we open in December, uh, the the 13th, and on the 9th of January, 1992, um, I will join that long line of luminaries, who people walk all over, because oh. my star will be laid on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Oh, that's great! <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, that's really exciting. Yeah, I, I'm very excited about it. And uh, so lots of, of, of incredibly wonderful things are happening to me. Uh, and have happened all of this time, but but now in this moment and this time the most exciting things of all are happening to me and in this twenty fifth year. That's that's well, wondrous. It's the best it's time beautiful. of your life as I said. The best time of my best time of my life. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So I'm I'm very excited and I'm very, very
1: pleased. I appreciate you being on the show, and Thank I wish you. you luck with reflections and everything you may want to do in the future. Uh, any, anything else in TV or, or movie land besides uh, well <laughs> that you we can talk about? <laughs>
0: Not yeah. right now, but uh, I'll tell you what. That's something very ex- exciting uh, relative to, to all of this th- these things uh, uh, is coming together, and um, I'll make a deal with you. I'll call you and let you know.
1: Well, good to me i'll give
0: you i'll give you an interview on it I'll great give you a scoop
1: i appreciate as they say it. i thank you very much for being thank here you, uh, again i wish you luck with everything and we'll be awaiting the movie yes it's so. going to be a wonderful one. i think so too thanks very much thank you resume course to our next destination mr suda course lead in sir steady as she goes